quality corporate training meets powerful AI. Docebo is the world's first generative AI learning platform. You can customize the learning experience and create content in seconds. Learn more at docebo.com. There's something new in the sun today, but no, more like something old. These are the opening lines of Giovanni Pascoli's famous poem, The Kite. These same words also appear at the end of a documentary currently being shown at the Berlinale 2024 film competition. It's called Architectin, and it's the latest work by Russian director Viktor Kosakovsky. Architectin is a film about construction but it opens with images of destruction, an expanse of buildings devastated by war, crumbling walls, blackened by explosions. These concrete buildings are recent constructions, hardly the ruins of an ancient past. The effects of war have simply accelerated the trend of mankind's modern construction choices by using concrete instead of lasting and sustainable materials. With disregard to environmental costs, as if the collective has nothing in common with the individual, preferring the speed of so-called progress to something more in harmony with nature, Kosakovsky's film is an amazing experience for its ethics, as well as its aesthetics. It's a love letter to a form of architecture that creates habitats more in line with our own planet. It's also a tribute to patience, care, and durability. The film's narrator is an Italian architect, Michele De Lucchi, who has taken the issue to heart. I hate concrete, he says, because concrete is barren. Nothing can grow on concrete. It's not of the natural world. Throughout the film, we follow the architect as he crosses the archaeological site of Baalbek in Lebanon and the movie makes a damning comparison between our civilization and that of the past. Between our methods of construction and theirs, we see buildings as old as the second century CE, which have survived wars in time. We see solid columns, striking pediments, elegantly decorated capitals, and sculpted lion heads. Surrounding the ruins of ancient Heliopolis, we also see modern Baalbek, a vast scattering of concrete buildings, building just for the sake of it, ruining landscapes. Architect Deluki comments bitterly, this is what they call progress. I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Cora Media, sponsored by Docebo. In Italy, during the previous century's real estate boom, a flow of cement drowned out the entire country. Buildings and infrastructure, from the north to the south of the peninsula. There was a blind hunger to build and build, following the devastation of the Second World War. Of course, there were many opportunities for speculation as well, extracting value from abusing the country's resources. Today, 
All of that concrete has deteriorated, which proves how low quality it truly was. Today we are seeing what terrible mistakes were made. Stone lasts forever. Wood doesn't, but it's easily disposed of and doesn't leave its print on the environment. On top of this, forests need to be trimmed anyway, so they can grow back stronger. On the other hand, concrete is anything but lasting. It starts deteriorating after 50 or 60 years, and it's hard to get rid of. As our planet chokes on its own pollution, and humanity concentrates itself more and more into cities, concrete has become a problem, a very serious problem. Concrete is both used and abused of, as well as discarded unceremoniously. It's an unsustainable material, especially if we consider that every ton of cement produced releases 600 kilograms of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, and cement production is responsible worldwide for 8% of direct carbon dioxide emissions related to human activities. As Jonathan Watts says in The Guardian, if the cement industry were a country, it would be the third largest carbon dioxide emitter in the world, with up to 2.8 billion tons, surpassed only by China and the US. Air pollution is a global issue, as are its effects on the climate crisis. However, there are some places on Earth that are more polluted than others, toxic nodes in the great web of the modern world. For example, the city of Milan has just been called out for its air quality, as recently mentioned in a podcast called Metallaria. Milan is not just one of the most polluted cities in Italy or in Europe, but in the entire world. Italian Environmentalist Association Legambiente points out that Milan's particulate matter level is 24 times the yearly level suggested by the WHO. Certainly, the only way to solve such a disaster is through systematic strategy. Living quarters need to realign with environmental concerns. Without a doubt, buildings such as Milan's famous vertical forest are not the solution. This structure is photographed and celebrated, of course, but it's just window dressing for what its website calls biodiversity architecture. According to the Stefano Boeri Architect Studio, the vertical forest places the relationship between humans and other living species at its core. But this isn't true, because not only is the building a luxury for those who live inside it, but it's also widely expensive for the environment at large. The greenery of the building requires concrete and steel reinforcing and an enormous quantity of water. The upkeep of such a building is simply unsustainable. In the film Architecton, when the director Kosakovsky shows us the effects of the war in Ukraine and then those of the earthquake that devastated Turkey in 2023, we can clearly see how concrete crumbles into rubble and dust. Buildings, entire blocks and cities just falling to pieces. The worst part of it is that even without human destruction, what we build today lasts little more than a few decades. Concrete is the symbol of modern-day construction, and appropriately, it's short-lived, sterile, and selfish. Nothing is ever born from concrete. Not even a poet such as Fabrizio de André could find life in cold cement. In one important scene of the documentary, 
We can see trucks dumping the discarded pieces of our temporary buildings into a landfill. All this under the shadow of a quarry, a mountain that has been mutilated in the constant search for profit at any cost. That shadow will slowly be eaten away and will offer less and less shelter from the growing temperatures of this sick planet if we continue to refuse to do anything to heal it. We must build with care and build to last in a world of dwindling resources, which suffers due to humankind's own failings. This is Kasakovsky's warning. Architect and then invites us to follow the steps of Architect De Lucchi, in the garden where he's preparing a work of great significance. A stone circle, so simple yet so lasting. Architect improves how important it is for us to look at circularity. Because life is circular when it doesn't struggle to proceed in a line. Circular is when something is transformed, not just discarded. Circular is when something dies. It dies and is born again. Black Box is a Cora News podcast, produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Docebo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diavoli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Mattia Liciotti. Production organization by Alex Teverengo. Translation by John Vincent. <laughs>